Welcome everybody to podcast number 91 of the Mindcrack podcast. This week we have no pause, no good. We have Co. Hello. Uh, we have Pyrrhic. Hi. And we have as a special guest our wavy-haired, semi-translucent, blue-skinned drinking buddy, <laughs> Brittany Johnson. Hi. Better known as the... Uh, Angel. The funny computer thing in Borderlands. Are you are you in the the new Borderlands? Uh, they play uh, they pay homage to Angel, but she is actually not in this game. No, because uh, we've been playing it oh. a little bit, uh, which we'll probably talk about later. And uh, yeah, I haven't seen you, so that explains it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see like pictures of me, and then on one of the side quests, uh, you hear me in an echo cast. But besides that, you do not see Angel. Hmm. So, first up. Twitch has updated its terms of service. Um, this is relevant to some of us more than others, but um, Pyro, you're the one that posted this? Uh, yeah, take it I away. posted it. Okay. Co, take it away. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if I'll do it justice, <laughs> to be honest, because I've only dabbled around it, but it's been big news this week. Um, what I took from it is that Twitch banned uh, a few things, mainly certain types of clothing which or lack thereof or lack thereof or like, yeah yes i'll say brush um but also i believe uh they also banned being overly drunk as well <laughs> oh dear so, <laughs> yeah, yeah and uh there's a few more things but i think they were like some of the major things and uh you know people have been discussing that this week and a lot of opinions being thrown around but yeah, i think it was for the good you know yeah, I mean, right. as far as girls go, <laughs> okay. I think I so, don't like. There's a, I hear like giggling. All the guys are like more boobs. <laughs> no, no, but, actually, I'm I'm laughing because the to call it a discussion is to give it more respect than than what actually happened. Because yeah. once this came out, I mean, basically the the verbiage from Twitch was you know no naked torsos, and they also picked out some specific items like no lingerie blah 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 men also have to wear they can't have like naked chest and was that uh, a problem were there like big streamers who are streaming without uh, shirts on well no this is more of i think many of us have the opinion that this is ass covering on twitch's behalf so they you know yeah. in case they were to get sued they can point to this and say ah we said mm -hmm. everybody has to wear a shirt so it's not yeah. our fault and i think it's the same thing with the drunkenness thing if someone if someone does something, because people do this stuff where they're like, oh, well, you know, you give me a tip and I'll take a shot. And then they die <laughs> of alcohol poisoning and Twitch might Yeah, you can't, you can't go back and say, oh, I was drunk because I was on Twitch, so sue Twitch, you know. Yeah. Or yeah. like the family can't say that. So that makes sense. And plus, like whenever it comes to sponsors and the image that it comes that comes across, I guess just being like obliterated whenever you're wearing like a sponsor shirt or something. <laughs> That is not Nico this week, guys. That is it not is, Nico. It is Nola. It is Nola. Uh, but uh, Twitch has never been particularly strong at um, going in there and, and enforcing it. I'm, I'm like throwing pillows, guys. I'm like... <laughs> you have no we're, idea. We're used to dogs barking. There, like, boom. <laughs> poor dog. Poor dog. Um, but that, you know, that, it wasn't actually just drinking they banned. They said it as self-destructive behavior, so that kind of covers quite a lot. You know, yeah. if something yeah. happens, not just um, drinking. Again, though, so, I don't, 
I think to say that they ban these things might be a bit of a strong way to phrase it. Yeah. Because I don't think that they're going to enforce them, really. Mm-hmm. I, I And that's... It's complicated because there's also, like... Twitch has a lot of, or at least they used to have, a lot of non-employee moderators and admins. Which means that there are random people out there who aren't really employees who maybe if they decide they have a problem with somebody might decide one day to enforce one of these things, right? I don't know if that's a possibility anymore because I know there was a big fiasco a while ago and they may have cleaned that up, but it's hard to say. Hmm. But the big... Huh? Very interesting. No, the the, the way you're phrasing it. Like, I, I originally didn't think of it that way just to cover themselves. I didn't think about it that way either. I figured there was some problem, you know, some people causing some issues that caused this to happen. Or maybe even with the girl one, the whole Gamergate uh, issues. There there has been issues of girls playing where where it's 80% of the screen is on cleavage and there's a little picture-in-picture in in the corner of the game being played, isn't there? Well, that's what the whole discussion has... The whole discussion has turned to that. And Mm -hmm. I, for one, I find it abhorrent that People think that that should be something that's governed because I don't understand why all of a sudden all these guys come up in arms saying, oh, well, this doesn't ban girls who do this. Why should they be banned? What, right. what are they doing? What are they doing that hurts you? Mm-hmm. How, what, what is your involvement with them that you feel like they should be banned? And so it's just, just this absurd discussion. Yeah. It is. It's kind of it's one of those things that's like racism isn't racism unless it's talked about. Um, <laughs> which is very bold to say, but it's like also with the whole gamer that, I mean, there's shitty girls out there who do stuff like that, who are like, I'm going to get, I'm going to put the camera on my boobs, wear a low cut shirt and kind of ruin it for the rest of the girls who are actually gaming to game. But, um, but yeah, they're not necessarily doing anything. The people who watch that are choosing to watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yep. I'd like, I'd like it to not exists but i'm not going to fight that fight yeah i mean that, that i mean co's saying you know, it's not hurting me uh, and mm-hmm. it's not hurting me well, but it, it probably hurts you more than it does us because you're a woman playing streaming. it would be different what it, what it seems to me what i'm talking about is the fact that all of a sudden there's all these male voices yeah popping up about this not it's not an army of females saying well we want we want these other girls banned but not us. Mm. And what it seems to me is like there's a group of people that have leapt up to say that they want another group to be subjugated with a with a rule. Because, well, well, if you're going to put rules down, we want this rule. And we're not allowed to wear shirts. Well, we want this band as well. And that's why I feel like interpreting what Twitch has done as bands, as rules that are going to be enforced, is a totally different thing if you look at it that way, where people are now wanting to use this to change what other people can do to control other people i'm not i don't i don't know if i feel too good about that no but as you, right. as you say you know, twitch aren't big for for enforcing so let's not worry about it too much right mm-hmm. should be interesting so budge <laughs> talking talking of uh, cleavage oh that's actually is very good budge you're getting better at these uh i i try you know I so try. yeah i put this one in uh bayonetta 2 recently came out uh, developed by Platinum Games, exclusive to the Nintendo Wii U. Uh, it was a big, big title that came out. Uh, originally, the, the Wii U, yes, that thing exists. The Wii U. <laughs> so, 
Uh, it came out, and it's a very, I guess it's a more mature game than you usually see on the Nintendo consoles. Uh, it's exclusive, and surprisingly, Nintendo, I, I think, and I'm not sure if this is an official collaboration, but apparently Playboy uh, have a little bit of a promotion thing going on here with Ben Edit 2. They have uh, one of their one of their models here dressing up. I'm not sure if that's even the right term. Is it? So cosplaying, isn't she? But... Yeah, co- cosplaying as, uh forgot her name. Forgot her name, the main character of Bayonetta 2. How could I do this? But yeah, essentially, uh, hopefully it isn't Bayonetta because I look like a, a total idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, not as if I already don't look like a total idiot, but uh, uh, oh, it's, it's a weird choice. For, it is Bayonetta. It is Bayonetta. So there you go. I'm an idiot. <laughs> weird Confirm. choice for Nintendo, which is traditionally a very family oriented. Yeah, that's what got me. Um, there, there's photos here on Facebook. Pamela Horton as Bayonetta. And uh, very, let's just say, not what you duly expect from Nintendo. Um, hmm. That's that's what makes this news is that it's yes. as far as Nintendo is concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's it's like mixing Sexy. Disney and Playboy or you know something like that. Like Nintendo has always they they pushed away like games that uh, ended up on consoles like PlayStation because of the fact that they didn't want you know gory fighting bloody. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat, for example, didn't have blood in on the Super Nintendo unless you put in a code. So this is a complete flip from Nintendo's history. Oh, yep. This is interesting. I'm looking at these pictures right now. I'm like, well, uh, at least she's not showing things. No, um, it's, a, it's a bit of back and a bit of bit of thigh, but basically lots of tight leather. But uh, the, the uh-huh. lollipop sucking is a little suggestive. Yeah, I'm like, that's a little much. It was like they were having fun offset whenever that happened. But um, Well, that's actually in the game. That's a thing that the character does, so yeah, that's yeah, part yeah. of the cosplay. Yeah. Oh. Way to go, Playboy. At least you're being accurate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't... Do you guys know much about the the actual game at all? Or... I played the first one a little bit, I think, but uh, I was really... I was tempted to pick it up, oh. and they bundled. An... Go ahead. There's a naked. There's a naked bayonetta. Ooh. Well, she's covering stuff with her arms, but she <laughs> took her clothes off. Wow, interesting. I did. I was tempted to buy the game, but uh, because they do bundle the first one with it, but it's just one of those things. It's coming up to Christmas, and I have way too many games on my list to play already. Just a never-ending list. <laughs> right. Have you ever played it, Brittany? Minecraft. No. All right. No. Well, not... Well, I'm just... I have a PlayStation. I have a PC. There's not a lot of... Um, I don't know. I don't venture, right. venture out from my normal games too much. Well, just, just for those who haven't played it, <laughs> it's kind of like... <laughs> the character is a witch, and her clothing is like made out of her hair like it's this is this is such a it's like a japanese anime kind of it's all all the way out on the extreme <laughs> yeah, the so it, kicking in and her hair is like related to her witch powers so this sounds ridiculous but when you use more of her power she has to use some of her hair which means basically her clothes come off whenever she does with like a special move <laughs> and it's all very suggestive and all of the moves that she does in the game like there's <clears throat> Nakomi was playing it uh, we just got it for the Wii U because it comes with the first and second game and she was trying the first game for the first time and I'm like I've heard this is a really good series and so she's trying it out and like the main character is like flying at the screen with her legs spread and the camera just goes directly where you think it would go and <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kind of like well enjoy I'm going to leave 
<laughs> you know, this this actually interests me quite a lot because oh, yeah. if not 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 the photos, <laughs> not the photos, but the fact that Nintendo are actually publishing games like this in their system now intrigues me to what they're going to put out for their next console. Like, will it actually be a competitor to the you know big two, Microsoft and uh, Sony? Well, they kind of have to be at this point. I mean, I think they do with the sales. Well, I mean, they, their sales have gone up. You know, they did report that they actually uh, made a bit. I think it was a bit of profit this uh, last financial report they published. But again, the Wii U is lagging behind the other two consoles. I think. But the Wii, they kind of market the Wii U as a as a, as a more of a kiddie thing, but it's not really. Is no, it? it isn't. It's a great console. It is a really good console, in my opinion. Anyway, I've had a lot of fun on it. Just the lack of games was the thing that was really holding me back. But I got my playtime and more out of all the games I have bought for it, so you know I'm happy enough with it. Well, that's part of yeah. probably why that this is happening. Why why uh, you're finding something like Bayonetta two that you'd normally expect to find on a PlayStation or an Xbox on the Wii U is because Nintendo is they've got to they've got to have third party support, and that's exactly what the Wii U was not getting. I mean, if you remember last year, there were all these articles of companies saying. Yeah, we're not going to put out any games on the Wii U. We're not going to put out any games on the Wii U because there's no, we don't think there's going to be a customer base. Mm-hmm. So Nintendo has to change their strategies yeah. and allow stuff like this in their world. Yeah, yeah. I agree for sure. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping they continue this route. But the thing is, I actually remember seeing that Nintendo were advertising this game on Adult Swim, which was interesting. I'm not sure if they advertised on there before, but obviously they're now targeting a sort of demographic that they're not usually used to targeting right young adult yeah. late teen mm-hmm. early 20s male which is Basically. exciting right. you know <laughs> I, I would love to see nintendo publish like a, a mature game like an actual yeah I, I guess i guess they've done a little bit in the past but i don't think that we've really seen a gory game from nintendo have we <laughs> i think that would be yeah, awesome from them directly no but they have occasionally let things through like it, it almost seems like they're kind of Wishy-washy. They, they did let Manhunt on the way, didn't they? Manhunt 2 was yeah. on. That was crazy. Yeah, that's a good example. I, I'll, I think one of the more famous examples is uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day. Yeah. That made it through on the N64. You yep. kind of wonder how the heck that happens, but... <laughs> love it. Love Conker. Yeah. Um, more adult-targeted content, not necessarily, you know, like Bayonetta, but just mature, you know, like like movie-level type of stuff is probably something that they, they're going to be forced to have to do to stay competitive. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of the exclusives, Baj... Yeah, like, I, I, don't, I don't know why I'm here, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, that's why I was like, I'm, I have no say on this. <laughs> so the, the X-Bone has an exclusive Sunset Overdrive uh, release. Uh, generally, good reviews, apparently. Oh, I yeah. Me so... Insomniac are back with their latest installment. Uh, well, latest installment. I, I, I don't even know if that makes sense. But Sunset Overdrive, right for the Xbox One. Uh, my copy is actually in the mail right now. I, uh, hopefully it'll come tomorrow. But I usually get my games early. But I, I don't know why. But they send it a day early usually. And I, I love it. I love it. So uh, Sunset Overdrive came out. And there, you know, th- this game was marketed as one of the big, big Xbox One exclusives. Um, and I... It, it got me really excited. Insomniac, obviously, creators, uh, mo- I guess the most known for, for me personally, Sparrow. I know they made, did they make Jack as well? Or, or Ratchet and Clank? Um, um, oh, really? Yeah, I believe they? they I believe they did. Huh? They did make Sparrow, I know that much. 
But yeah, they made Ratchet and Clank. They didn't make Jack. That was Naughty Dog. Uh, they also made Resistance. And yeah, they're back with Sunset Overdrive, which currently Metacritic has an 82, which is not bad. I mean, you know, it, 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 you look at 82 and you think, not bad, but I, I don't know, game review scores nowadays, like anything that isn't sort of 7, 8 out of 10 ah, is generally not classified as good, but it's weird because you would think 5 out of 10 would be average, not 7 or 8 out of 10. But uh, it is it is looking very interesting, and they have uh, actually allowed YouTubers to post early footage of uh, Sunset Overdrive as well. So I've seen some Let's Plays on YouTube before the release, uh, which is an interesting take as well. So uh, I will definitely be playing this game. I have heard some complaints that they tried to break the what is the fourth wall too much in the game. <laughs> like they they actually like talk to you quite a lot in the game. And, oh boy. Uh, but, I mean, it doesn't look too bad from what I've seen here. Um, and is anyone else picking it up bar me, I may as well ask? Does anybody here actually own Xbox One bar me? No, I, am actually... I don't. I don't. I'm not an Xbox One person. I was at Machinima yesterday, and they were telling me, they're like, oh, you should get the Xbox One so you can play Sunset Overdrive. I was like, nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that is okay. But, I mean, I'll watch it. It looks like it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, and I've heard awesome things about it. I mean, they had such a big presence at E3 and PAX and all the conventions and Microsoft PR just kind of went nuts with it. But, I mean, looks like good reason to. Mm -hmm. it, I myself uh, have uh, been convinced to uh, pick one up as soon as I can. Ooh, um, I actually want to get the... I want to get the white Xbox One. That looks, looks really amazing. cool. Yeah, it looks so yeah. slick. Yeah, so I'm gonna pick that up as soon as I can. I what sold me on it was um, not Nico. somebody. <laughs> sorry, sorry, uh, Nola. <laughs> somebody uh, described Sunset Overdrive as being what it would be like if the Dreamcast beat the PS2, and we still had mainstream games like Jet Grind Radio and you know stuff like that. I love Jet. So. That kind of excited me, that whole concept, because I knew exactly what they meant. <laughs> I love the art style of this game the most. Like, I think, it, like, vibrant games nowadays, like, I don't, you don't see them. It's all doom and gloom, mostly, and I don't know. I, it looks, to me, Baj, I, I don't know if any of you guys from the U.S. will know this, but do you know the Fanta commercials, Baj, where they have sort of really high-res colors? I, they show in the UK. Mm. That's what it looks like to me. That sort of scheme. Yeah, it's nice. Are they? Uh... Say, it's nice to be colourful and not just browns and greys. Mm -hmm. So uh, <laughs> it looks awesome, and I, I sort of like the whole uh, mayhem theme they're going for. They're not taking themselves too seriously. They know what they're out there to do. Have you seen the the live action trailer? I have not. Oh, it's absolutely is hilarious. It, is, yeah. it, is it good? Uh. I have not. You'll have to link me that, and I'll watch it after the podcast. But uh, a friend, well, a friend of mine showed me on his Xbox, so I don't know. It's probably on YouTube somewhere, I guess. Mm -hmm. Interesting. <laughs> well, I uh, will definitely be letting you guys know in the next podcast how I feel about the game, because usually when I get a new game, I, I just know life it. But we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> That's see. a technical term. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll be gone for a day. Yeah. So this 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 has reminded me that um, there's. There's a press release come out this week about GTA Five as well. Um, I think when it first came out, I predicted they'd be they'd be redoing it for the the new consoles, and new the, gen, uh, yeah, the next yeah. gens and PC, and they have. Uh, and 
clearly they've decided they don't want to get people complaining that they bought it on 360 PS3 and they'll have to buy it all again. So uh, they're going to get extra exclusive content. Well, it says exclusive content. Um, but then it's exclusive for this release, I'm guessing. Um, Ooh. So, if, if, I mean, if you had it on 360 and you buy it on the Xbox One, it's not exclusive in the sense that you're the only person getting it. It's exclusive in the sense that it's on the next-gen consoles. It's a slightly different version of the game, is what I'm trying to say. I think. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Is that clear? I, I'm I'm yeah, curious. Yeah. I'm curious to how that will actually sell. You know, I, I I'll buy the PC one because, well, Grand Theft Auto with mods is obviously uh, very tempting to anyone, but. The grand PC exodus is about mm-hmm. to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I, d- I don't know if I'll pick one up for my next-gen consoles, because I already own it on the 360 and have beat the game. So I know it is maybe some exclusive content, but... I mean, we've got here, uh, we get a new car, uh, which is quite Mad Max sexy matte black thing. Um, murder mystery. You can follow a trail of cryptic clues to unravel a grisly murder mystery. Um, <laughs> so, some new weapons. Um, wildlife photography challenge. Stop what? car racing. Um, we get a, a a blimp you can ride around in. Yeah. Uh, some monkey mosaics. A mysterious street artist. The street artist is tagging walls across town with his Simeon-inspired silhouettes. Capture them all, basically. Uh, some big Bigfoot trucks and some other bits and bobs as well. So it's not you know huge amount of extra content, but very nice of them to do that. Regardless, you know. I think yeah, they they had to offer them something to make them buy it again. I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. I don't like. Is it is it worth though a new game? Um, I think on PC, uh, like definitely. I, just because of the fact you have the mods for me, you know. Right. But if I had it on 360, I don't know if I'd be picking it up if I didn't primarily use a PC. Right. It's got to be a very uh, similar experience because what are you? What? How much more fidelity are you talking about going from PS3 to PS4? Or Xbox 360 to Xbox One versus going from the old consoles to the PC, where you can have higher resolution and more power and blah blah blah. Yeah, I mean Rockstar are, are, are well noted for getting the most out of their engines, aren't they? And out, out of the hardware itself. So I'm sure yeah. it's going to look a lot better on the PS4 than it did on the PS3, no matter how good it looked on the old consoles. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the versus. Yeah, uh, versus uh, PC, you know, there's, there's going to be no contest then. Mm, exactly. Right. Yep. I could be wrong. You could be wrong. You could. We'll it's, have to just to wait and see. It's rare. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, the new Civ Beyond Earth came out. So, again, this is another one I added. Reviews, yes. Yeah, it did get, it did get decent reviews again. Well, you and I like, were both going to play it, weren't we? But we were going to play it, but obviously, reviews. with uh, me and Baj being uh, very let's just say <laughs> not rich not rich okay there you go poor why not just let's, uh well we didn't buy it, but maybe we'll buy it when it's on sale i mean for me i didn't think i would play it that much and it's hard for me to drop a lot of money on a game that i don't think i'll play that much like i enjoy civ i have civ 5 and i've put like 50 60 hours into it but i pick up those civ games when they're on sale yeah. you know i don't buy them right off the bat i'm not a hardcore civ player but there are some people, from, uh, I think Doc's playing it, Nebris is playing it. There's, there's quite a lot of uh, people playing it from uh, our friend group, so they seem to be enjoying it quite well. Um, and, yeah, uh, I, I, I do want to play it, but as you say, it's, it's, it's 30, 40 quid to, to throw down on a game that... You're not sure? Well, it's got decent reviews, but again, yeah. it, I'm, not sh- like, I'm not sure if I'll sink the time into it, you know? <laughs> there's just 
I still have a lot more games on my list of releases that I want to play. Yeah. That's it's, not, you know, like Sunset wasn't games. on it. Civ's not on it. GTA is not on it. Civ is fun, though. I love... <laughs> Civ is fun, like, but it's a time vampire, yeah. isn't it? That's the trouble. Yeah, yes. and I'll play it for sure. It's just, I'm, I agree with, with you that I just, it's going to be one of those games that I play when it's on sale. It's not one I'm rushing to get. Mm. Mm-hmm, for sure. Uh, I don't think we have any sort of civ veterans, but I guess nice to touch on that at the very least. Oh, it depends you know? on your class as a veteran. I mean, I've, I've played them since Civ 2, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've played Civ 5 and I think Civ 4 once, so... <laughs> I still don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, that game has uh, quite a lot in it. Quite Why has your lot. cavalry beaten my tanks? I don't understand. <laughs> there, There is uh, an explanation for everything. I just don't know them. Exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, Star Wars Battlefront Ooh, yes. holiday season 2015 so that's next Christmas is it? yeah they have uh, the third entry to the Battlefront series very interesting people are speculating it may be a first person shooter maybe not sure it has not been announced but there's speculation that, going around that sounds remarkably like no news to me yeah, well, the thing is, it surprised it surprised me. Like they announced it, why not? Like why not wait until E three? You know, why just tweet and say it's coming out? And they, like to me, that kind of I would rather you come out with trailers or some sort of <laughs> some, something to show rather than just a tweet. You know, but uh, I'm glad to see it. I mean, Star Wars Battlefront is a great series. I remember playing a lot uh, when I was a bit younger. Uh, I really wasn't very good at the game, but. Hopefully, you're going to check this out when it comes out next holiday season. I didn't play a lot of Star Wars games, mainly because a lot of them were quite bad, weren't they? Uh, a few of them. I mean, Battlefront, Battlefront yeah. 2 was uh, my one. I got that on the PSP when it came out, uh, and I, I just sunk time into it. The, the funny thing is, I've, I've watched one Star Wars movie. I know people are going to hate what? me for that. I know, I know. I'll hold my hands up. You can shoot me now. But I still really enjoy the Star Wars games. Uh, I feel like the... everyone just turned off the podcast. Yeah, no, seriously. What? <laughs> what was the last one to come out in the actual cinemas? Because I remember going to see it. And episode I, 3. My friend dragged me along, and I was like, okay, I'll go. You, the, the only one you've seen Wait, is episode 3. episode 3. Well, is, is that a bad one? Like I thought it was okay. <laughs> Of of all the Star Wars movies you could have watched, you probably have watched the worst one that you could have watched. Well, the the worst one you could have watched, yes, not the worst one. I know that. Uh, <laughs> I know about Star. Well, Wars. it's definitely one of the first three. Episodes. You're gonna have to watch the, the new one that's coming out at least. Yeah. The, yeah. My favorite oh, my Star God. Wars character has to be. Uh, oh my God! How do you know? Oh you don't God. even know the Star Wars well, character. Well, I, oh, no, I want to hear this. you. I want to hear this. You yeah. can actually. Sit down and have a proper Star Wars marathon, and have it unfold in front of you without knowing where it's going. I can. Well, uh, well, Star Wars is all over the internet, so well, I can't yes. know like what happens in it. You know, like who hasn't heard the line, "Luke, I am your father." It isn't going to be like, "Oh, whoa!" Who never saw that coming? Yeah, <laughs> um, you don't have the appreciation of the build-up, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. The question <laughs> is, would you watch it in in canon chronological order? Or, no. or really, yeah, <laughs> world movie made chronological. Well, I did the. I usually watch them in the order they came out to the public. In like with uh, a lot of like anime series, I watch. I do that that way because I think it's intended that way. You know, right? I don't know. I mean, I think I think Lucas did number four first because it was the it was 
the best one in terms of storyline to get to get people into. Is that Nigoko? Yep, that is Nico. Yeah, Nico. Nico. See, he always makes an appearance. He's a special guest. Uh, Nico, meet Nolan. Hello, meet Nico. There we go. <laughs> but wait, what? <laughs> Paul just disappeared in a crowd of Russell. Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> favorite character is Qui Gon Jin. because uh, it's Liam Neeson, and you're automatically required to know everything about Liam Neeson when you're from. What's funny is I didn't. I didn't even know who that was. I I love Liam Neeson, man. Like for me, my brain is exploding. I watched Wait, like I the. I didn't know Liam huh? Neeson was in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> We're all over the board with this, aren't we? I know. Like, I didn't even watch the movie he was in. I just know he's Qui Gon Jinn because he's Liam Neeson. And like, for my country, Northern Ireland, to put out someone successful is like a miracle. So I, I, I think you've got successful people. Oh wait, Liam Liam Neeson is in all of those, isn't he? He's the long-haired one, isn't he? He is, and uh, I've already, I already know. Like, sorry, to, I, he's Obi Wan's teacher. I already know what happens to him, even though I haven't watched it because all of my friends have already told me what happened. <laughs> wow. He goes. Yeah. Uh, he has twenty children, and he lives happily ever after. Question. Right. Yes. Have you seen any of the Star Trek movies? I lived with <laughs> a Star Trek and Stargate fanatic for three years, and. I have not watched them, but I sat, playing my, I sat playing my Nintendo 3DS while he watched those. Does that count? Yeah, kind of. Like okay, okay. I know, I know who. Uh, what was it? Uh, what was that famous line that Yoda said? "Live long and prosper." I know that's. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not that bad. Um, that was Gandalf, actually. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, no, just never got around to it. Although the, I find Stargate very fascinating, just from watching like an episode with my friend. Like, just I haven't, I haven't sat down and watched it. This is. This I'm missing is out in so much. Am I? Am I missing out in a lot? Yeah. Well, I personally, I grew up. Oh well, I mean, I love Star Wars, but I grew up with Star Trek. Like, my family was a big Star Trek fan, and so I love all the new Star Trek movies. I love you know, the TV shows growing up. And um, so I know more about that universe than Star Wars, so I can't, like, do any Star Wars what's, what's trivia. Your, what's your favorite Star Trek movie? Ooh. Well, I'm just a huge fan of J.J. Abrams, and I know a lot of Trekkies, like, don't love the new Star Treks, but I love the Star Trek Into Darkness movie. I Something... I haven't with, like, seen it. My, with, uh, uh, sorry? Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch makes the best con. Cucumber patch. My, uh, my, one of my lecturers at university was a huge Star Trek fan, and on the release day of that film, he wore his Star Trek outfit in to lecture us. It was oh so funny. Gosh. It was so funny. I couldn't stop laughing. But uh, I, he loves I actually it. worked on set of that movie, and it was such Ooh. a cool set to work on. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Interesting, but yeah, I think definitely on, on my to watch list. Maybe if I'm bored one night, I'll do a marathon of Star uh, Star Wars, and then maybe oh, one Star Trek. So yeah, you know, it's always I did that with Rocky. Actually, I'd never seen any Rocky films until about two or three years ago, and I watched all six in one night and got really depressed. How Sylvester Stallone aged like three years <laughs> in the space of twelve hours. I was like, is this is this how fast human life goes? Like, <laughs> go watch Star, go watch Star Wars, and then you get really depressed at halfway through the series, and suddenly becomes really crap. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I get depressed whenever I see Harrison Ford in an interview. Now, oh, makes me sad. Same as me. 
It's old now. <laughs> Good. That, too. That, that happens to all of us, I'm afraid. Yeah. yeah. Well, wow. is that it, Baj? Are we doing? Are we done for the topics? I think we're done for the topics. We need to do an ask crack session. Um, oh, who, you ask crack. Ask crack. Well, pause. Who does the questions usually? Pause did them last week. Should I do them? Yeah, you do. You like talking. Can you can you uh, understand what I'm saying, Brittany? Just so we're we're clear here, because some people have difficulty when I read. Difficulty. Yeah. Difficulty. We'll go for it. We'll go for as, it. As long as they don't start talking about pools. Pool, pool. That's what, if Good was here, that's what he would say as well. So our first question is from Kevin. He says, thank you for making these awesome videos to entertain us with. Your videos really help me pass the time and forget about my worries. Your videos are like an imaginary world in which I can escape and rest myself there. However, I have to go back to the real world eventually. So this is my question. Throughout my life, I've had trouble making friends that I can really connect to. I can socialize with many people if given the opportunity, but it drains my energy to do so because I always have to put on a fake persona in order for them to communicate with me. There have been only a few people that I can connect with very well, and I enjoy hanging out with them with use, without using a facade. A facade? Mm-hmm. There we go. I got that right. Because that's actually a, a move in Pokemon, and my viewers tell me off for saying it wrong. So, <laughs> oh my god! There we go. I, I learned. Considering that you guys have lived through my age, do you guys have any tips that you can give me in order to help connect with others? How can I get rid of this fake persona in order to connect with others? Thank you for taking the time to read, and I look forward to your future uploads. Very interesting question. In in before the be yourself comments, because <laughs> <laughs> I I'll go first because I I was very uh, in my own shell until I was maybe like sixteen or seventeen. Like you maybe think like doing this entire YouTube thing would have made me the most social person in the world, but I didn't really start putting myself out there and talking to people until that age. Do, 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 do. Um. You said to us earlier that you have to go at ten o'clock this evening. Did uh, I? Yeah. Why are you going? Why are you going this evening? I am going this evening to help with a youth, so- well, youth football. I'm going to say soccer for Cohen Brittany here, but uh, I have to go and help <laughs> because I live in an area where there's a lot of rioting this time of year, and there's petrol bombs being thrown. Like yesterday, someone's house got hit with a petrol bomb, and there's what? yeah, I live I live in an area where people still beat each other up over stupid things, but. Um, that's insane. Welcome to Northern Ireland. Think Detroit. It's kind of yeah. So uh, there's basically interfaces where in Northern Ireland, for people who don't know, we most of most of Northern Ireland is divided up into Catholic and Protestant, and that isn't religious terms. It's just tags. You know, I'm not religious, but technically I'm a Catholic here because I live in a Catholic area. So anyway, people like to fight each other because well, oh, he's this guy and. I'm this red hat, green hat. Yep. So, uh, yeah, around this time of year, there's always rioting and there's these interfaces. And unfortunately, I live right next to one. So my uh, my dad's a youth worker and we try, the community workers, and I like to give a hand. We try to get all of the younger kids away from that area because they can get hurt. So I'm going to so, go. I mean, that, that's, quite a, that's quite a social yeah, 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 quite it a social is. thing, my point. What, what really opened me up was... Uh, just, I, I don't know how to phrase it, but I just went through this period of like stop. I stopped giving a shit so much. If that makes sense, like I was always like afraid of what people would think of me and what people would say to me, and you know, you're just severely limiting yourself if you don't connect with as many people as you can. And 
I, I have a horrible habit of stereotyping people, but uh, well, this, guy, this guy hasn't said how old he is. So, so yeah, did he say what age he was? Uh, uh well, you know, I was, I'm assuming 16, 17. That's the average viewer years. Yeah, I mean, when you're younger, you, you part part of that growing up thing is working out who you are. Mm-hmm, for sure. I'm still going through that, man. I, I'm having a quarter-life crisis right now. <laughs> quarter-life? No. They Stop are it. real. They are real. <laughs> but, I, you know, it, it's hard to stop giving a shit sometimes. I still give a lot of shits when I shouldn't. But for me, I just put myself out there and disregard. Like, if someone is going to be a dick to you, like, I'd rather find out and just eliminate them automatically instead of having to crawl through all of this bullshit. And I've met some really interesting and friendly people that way. And, you know, some of my best friends nowadays are people I've met from just doing that. You know, maybe if I'm in a friend circle of people I don't really know, I'll go up and say, hey, blah, 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 blah. And we'll hit it off and become friends. And that's how I've met some of my best friends. So Yeah, I think... I think- British schools aren't the sort of the popularity contest that I get the feeling that Americans, Americans yeah, maybe. But. I agree. It, there's there's like cliques and stuff, but for me, everybody knew each other in my year, and there was like okay, the occasional few, few dicks, but I mean, they 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 left after a certain point. You know, they get kicked. They out. left school. Well, here in the UK, we have a <laughs> called sixth form, which you need to actually get decent grades to get back into. So it actually turned out a lot of the dicks weren't very good at school, so yeah, they get back in. You've got your basic exam level at, at sixteen, and then if you, if, wow, if you, if you, if you, you, you well, most most people do those. Some people leave before those, or, or don't even bother mm-hmm. with them. But, but well, lucky you guys, I guess. Like, like GEDs, the... I think, aren't they really? Yep. Um, and then, yeah, if, if you want to, you can come back on for seventeen and eighteen, and, and do sort of advanced levels. I guess. Funny, most most of the uh, the most vicious dicks I can remember growing up were actually the preppy overachievers. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> maybe I am so the dick. They would have stuck around the whole way. <laughs> hmm. I got um, I don't know. I didn't. I kind of grew up being a little bit more of a, like a little social butterfly. However, you know there are those people who bullied in school and stuff, and and I find that it was it were the, the pe- I was not actually. I kind of I kept myself. I'm one of those people who um I didn't party in school. I didn't. I kind of came to as I got older, and um. And like high school, I would go. Home, I would like do my sports. I'd come home and I would just do my thing at home. I really like wouldn't. So like I didn't interact with people that much. I didn't, and I would have to say I probably didn't become really that social until college. And that and like being forced in that situation and making friends and um and oh god, just say it to be cheesy, being yourself. Like <laughs> it was like, coming. Someone just, had to say it. Yeah, but like. That people just naturally find you, and people naturally connect to you, and um, and you just have to be confident and be be secure in being alone, and then that natural like friendship will come, and mm-hmm. and collaboration, I you know. But like you, you can't be sad to be alone. You have to find like solace in that, and then and then you'll become confident to other people. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. Co, tell me, like, you're also another American. You want to give another perspective on this? <laughs> you're also another American. Okay, as if we didn't know that. But 
<laughs> Obviously, there's very different sort of cultural differences, me and Baj being yeah. from the UK. So, well, for me, I had sort of the, I seem to have had the opposite experience because I, I had a very bad experience growing up. I had a lot of people treat me like shit. And so I think everyone has their individual perspective on what this is. And I don't think there is any one thing that you can say to anybody because I I saw other people seem to have no problem at all. Their lives were just like this perfect little thing. Like they just kind of walked through it and nobody gave them shit and they had friends and no problems. And, you know, you, you look at other people and that's what you see. You don't really see what their problems are. No. You don't have their you don't have their perspective. But what it felt like for me was it felt like a lot of people didn't have any empathy and didn't understand what it felt like when, you know, like they, they opened up my locker and, and defaced my books and stuff or art that I had made or stole my art and destroyed it, things like that. Like the kind of stuff that happened to me growing up made me feel like it gave me a very negative perspective on life. So, you know, I one thing that this Kevin didn't mention, by the way, that we didn't really touch on is that they don't explain why they have this fake persona or feel they have to put up a fake persona in to even start with. What's the mm-hmm. problem in this person's life that he feels like he has to have a fake persona to I, interact I, with people? I think people do that because they see somebody that they want to be friends with and see the kind of people that they are friends with and want to try and be one of those. Well, now you see, mm-hmm. I think that people do that because... Like for me, what it was, was when pe- when I revealed my normal self to people, they made fun of me. And mm-hmm. so they used, they used that, like I put my heart on my sleeve and they would hit it with a hammer. So instead of doing that, I, there was a little window of time when I was in high school where I became sort of like a habitual liar because I would tell people that I was something else, that I did something else with my time. Mm-hmm. Like I would pretend to be a druggie or I would pretend to be something that it was harder to make fun of. Yeah. Interesting. That that can backfire on you, though. Yeah. Sure. I, yeah, I was caught, uh, you know, and I stopped doing it. I got caught by people, and that looks even worse. You know, they're like, "Well, why did you lie about that?" You know, and they don't understand. Well, I did that because when I tell people the truth, they they uh, they shit on me. <laughs> so I also uh, I also found that there's a certain for me in high school there was like a certain sort of uh, I had I had interest again like you, cool. I had interest in things. That, people my age didn't really like um like I, I really like i've always been about reading i love books and obviously when you're growing up books are looked at as nerdy so i felt like i somehow had to avoid that topic and just scratch upon surface level conversations like oh like football was a big thing like soccer i guess was a big thing so i i talked about that a lot like i i like it but it isn't really one of my sort of favorite topics so yeah, I kind of, I've kind of pushed a lot of that to the back. A lot of my favorite things to the back in order to appeal to the more sort of approachable topics that everyone was into, which I kind of regret because there could have been some cool people out there with the same interest as me, and they're probably on a completely different sort of plane of their life right now. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if that made sense, but it sounded like it did. I mean, it's pretty simple. <laughs> you need to, you know, you meet people, and the people that will like you for who you are kind of gravitate towards you. Mm-hmm. I also want to also want to add in that the people that you know in your high school right now, the vast majority of them will probably be gone from your life in ten years. Okay. Uh, for me, like I know maybe three or four people from my high school that I still hang. Oh out my with. gosh, 
And just keep in mind that the people who are giving you trouble in high school now are the people who are going to go away to college or whatever, not even finish, move back home and like live out of their parents' house and just not do anything with their lives. Like that yeah, is what happened in my time, 15 years time. They're working for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so don't, this isn't the end of the railroad tracks. This isn't the end of it. Um, it's Drop not in the bucket. like you're going to look back when you're 25 and like, or 30 or 35, and you're just going to laugh, and you're going to be like, wow, that was nothing. Yeah, there's, there's a scale of, <laughs> of, of importance on things. When you're a baby, the most important thing is, is getting some milk. And then when you're a small kid, the most important thing is getting that small toy that you want. And then when you're a bit... When you're, uh, you know, at school, the most important thing is what so-and-so in the other class said about you. And then when you get to an adult, you know, the, the importance of things changes. It's about paying your mortgage. It, it's Everything sort of scales up. And you realise that the thing that was important ten years ago is so trivial. My dad told me that, like, he said he had fifty. He was fifty last, or not last week, last month, and he told me like, there was a certain point in my life where I realised that I am probably going to die, like, in the next couple like decades. So, literally everything that he worried about, he just stopped giving a shit about. I, I think that comes with age, but as well, yeah. as you were saying. Oh, yeah. So the, the wisdom of knowing what's important and what's trivial. Yeah, for sure. So, hope that helped, Kevin, and hope you. Find, you know, I will. I don't. I wouldn't want to say hope you will friend friends because you know you will. You can't. You just can't. Like I thought I was going to be that that guy, but if I can do it, look at him now. Look at me. Look at you now. Social kingpin. No, no, I'll shut up. The next one is from Angus. Very interesting name. I like that name. First, the name Asscracker's genius. Can't believe someone hasn't thought of it before. I was wondering if any of you are playing the new Borderlands game or, <laughs> or any upcoming games. Well, Angus, it just so happens. <laughs> <laughs> Your lucky day. Well, Borderlands. Hmm. Well, have you guys played Borderlands? Or, I actually no. You said that you have been playing a little bit of it, and that you haven't yep, seen yep, Angel I'm, yet. I've, so. I've got a, I've got a series out on the on the new preseason. <laughs> Uh, me, me, and uh, friendly the guy I was with at uh, Insomnia, fell enough. Ooh, the chubby buddy that was hanging around with me. Me and him were doing. <laughs> me and him were doing it. Uh, he's got about 150 hours in on Borderlands 2, so he knows what he's doing. Whereas, oh goodness, I'm a little, <laughs> little more. <laughs> See, oh well, no, I mean, I played all the Borderlands games and DLCs, and I'm st I'm a little sketchy with it. Um, I've, you know. I'm doing a series on Twitch for Borderlands. Um, it's not the new pre-sequel. not my favorite. Because um, you're not. In <laughs> I know, biased. I'm just kidding. It's not because I'm not in it. I mean, that's just personal. But um, <laughs> but no, just the gameplay for me is a little different. I like how it pulls the story around. And honestly, the last quarter of the game is when the game just turns really awesome. But um. But I I don't know. Um, I there's other games that are coming out that I'm super excited for. Evolve, for example, at Insomnia and at PAX. Oh, I just hit my mic. You just yeah. I could sorry. I mean, we, <laughs> I, we we played uh, Evolve at PAX East. It was, it was it's fun. fun. It's it's a lot of fun to play. I'm scared though that it's going to turn out like Titanfall, where it has all this hype leading up to the release. 
and then everyone's going to buy it. Everyone's going to play it like on the release day, and then you won't hear anything about it after that. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm praying that it doesn't turn out like Titanfall, but I think it's a pr- it's a good game. And then the other one I'm super excited for is Dragon Age. Ooh. Yeah. You could have been armor there, Dave. Yeah, I'm a, a little, little bit of magic. I love it. I really, I can't wait. I just hope it's not like the second one. But from what I've seen so far, it's not. So, okay. I'm very much looking to evolve. Evolve. Um, it's, I believe, made by the people who put the original Left Again, uh, bleh, Left for Dead together. Mm-hmm. So I feel, like I feel like it's going to have a little bit of the same flavor. Like they're kind of playing with. Well, I mean, Left 4 Dead is is a multiplayer primarily experience, so they like they seem to be focused on coming up with good multiplayer experiences. So I'm I'm hoping that this is something that's going to be like sort of like another Left 4 Dead. It's going to be another commonly played fun multiplayer experience. I, I oh, yeah. hope so. I'm I'm wondering if there's going to be enough to keep it fresh. Cabin crew, report for boarding. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it, it's fine. We have enough airplanes going off thanks to Baj, but that's hilarious. That like I maybe it's because I have my headset on, so I feel like everything's so quiet to me. But <laughs> I like don't even think twice about it, and you guys are like, "Whoa." <laughs> we uh, we are very uh experienced in this field when it comes to recording, so. Well, we still have issues, you know. But, but um, yeah, no, I, I, I'm worried that this this four on one, I mean, when it's new and fresh, is going to be fun. But, but uh, you know, give you three months down the line, are people still going to be excited to play it? Yeah, I feel the same way. Like I, I know, I know, Brittany, you've been playing a lot of Destiny, but I feel like that game went the same way. Like just so much hype, and then like I just don't hear anything about it. You know, and I feel like a lot of games nowadays are just like hype, 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 hype and then disappear like a month or two later. You know, this like, looked quite grindy, didn't it? I think that was what people were complaining about. I I actually still haven't played Destiny, uh, because my order got cancelled, and I do some lazy and haven't really bought it. Are you guys comparing this to Destiny? <laughs> no, I'm. I, I, we're, we're saying sort of like games that come and then disappear the next moment, and we do. I I personally don't want to evolve to be like that because it looks right. fun, the hype train, so to speak. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, that's. I... Go ahead. Destiny, I try to think of it on a larger scale because I played it, and I'm I'm someone who plays about the stories. I'm a total RPG fan, and um and I was very disappointed in playing Destiny whenever the story was kind of lackluster. But whenever I thought of it on the bigger picture, sorry, ugh, that stupid mic. Um, when Bungie came out and said, "Don't judge a book by its first chapter," then I was like, oh. <laughs> Ooh, you know, like I'm interested in this 10-year commitment. Um, that's something I'm excited about, just because there's so much involved. Yeah, at this point, I was playing today, and it's getting a little tedious. But it's still, I'm still playing. It's like it's the best t- seven out of ten that I've ever played. You know, like I joke <laughs> that it's like the best mediocre game I've ever played, and like I always go back to it. I get frustrated with Borderlands. I get frustrated with any other game, and I just want to pick up Destiny and like let out that anger. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. 
Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I think one of those games where you, you do right. Okay, I'm going to go back and just play this for a little bit. Is is, is a good game. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And I haven't had a game like that come out in a while. Like before Destiny, I was kind of like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, this game's okay. Yeah, this game's okay. You know, and like now I'm like, oh, I love this game so much when I really shouldn't. But <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I personally am very excited for Evolve. It was that Evolve was at Insomnia, wasn't it? They had like a was it? Yes, it was. was it? Did you walk around the exp- expo? I, I did, um, but uh, I think the thing is, we we played it at uh, PAX East, so I probably uh, I'd already seen it, so therefore yeah. it wasn't on my radar. So if you saw where Borderlands was, um, mm-hmm. Evolve was part of the same booth, yeah. just right yeah. around the corner, and so um, there was more of a line and more of a presence for Borderlands. However, Evolve. I, I was like stuck in the Evolve booth the entire time playing Evolve with people. <laughs> I, I like when I see a line, I'm like, oh, like I'm I, I will not enjoy conventions because of lines, you know. I I went to the indie games on Mabaj because I just can't be bothered waiting in a line. I'm very very. Yeah, and the thing is though, with, uh, conventions like that, we're there for three four days, mm-hmm. and we complain right. oh there's not enough stuff to do, but then we don't stand in in the queue for an hour. <laughs> and maybe we did. We might have. <laughs> That's what fears me about like going to something like Comic Con. Like I, I want to go, but I've heard it's just lines. Oh, I see. That's why I like packs. Mm-hmm. I probably packs and and E three. I only spend one day on the floor, mm-hmm. okay. and then the rest of the days I just like do meetings and like drink and like hang out with friends <laughs> that are there and like work. But I cannot stand to be on the floor for that long because there's just the lines are outrageous and the only time i'll ever either stand in line or go to play a game is if i can be like i'm angel i should play this game you know (laughs) give me special treatment yes let me cut (laughs) but which is so terrible for me to do but then whenever a queue is like four hours long i'm like no 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 i'm not doing that (laughs) yeah i feel the same i feel the same way with uh lens i just very impatient, and I wish I was more patient, but I just wait for the game to come out. I tend to, uh, with games in general, I tend to just, all of the pre-release media, all of the pre-release game, but I just don't watch it, you know, I just like getting the game and playing it when it comes out. Uh, I used to be a big sort of, at least to watch all the trailers, I used to watch everything, but I just wait for the game to come out and play it now. I I, I did the, the booth testing you know, player level thing for um, Wolfenstein. Uh, Pax East. Mm-hmm. That, that's oh, one yeah. of the very few I've actually stood and queued to play. And I think that was because it was quite early on the Friday or something, so yeah. there wasn't much of a queue anyway. So, lots of uh, lots of games coming out, and we will be playing the Magus. Thank you for your question. <laughs> Next one is from uh, Johan, who says, Just curious, do any of you have any disorders such as ADHD, OCD, etc.? Also, are you an introvert or an extrovert? I have OCD and I'm an introvert. Life sucks when I'm like this. Thanks for reading my question. Oh. Um, I have not been diagnosed medically with any of those conditions, but I do find that my mind tends to wander quite a bit. And uh, I'm not going to say that I have those because... I it's I, just normal, mate, to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, it, it is, but uh, for me... No, I don't, I don't have any of those. I remember when I first got Minecraft, I used to say I have OCD because my, I didn't like blocks, you know, if they weren't straight, but that was just me being, you know, stupid. So, no, I do not. Um, 
he says he's an introvert. I, you know, I probably would have said I'm an introvert like five years ago, but I feel like I'm starting to like go the opposite direction and put myself out there a lot more, just because it opens me up to I, a lot I more experiences. I think it depends on on the social event that I'm at. Um, I, I, that's the person that if I'm in a group of people and nobody knows who anybody else is, I become <laughs> quite extrovert and I'm, I'm very much, you know, talking to people and, you know, chat. But if everybody else knows who they are and I'm kind of alone and not knowing people, I get very, very introverted and just rather stand, you know, wallflower. So I think it's very difficult to label somebody as something specific in this. Yeah. There's yeah. gray areas. I would agree. I would agree. I don't think anybody is this or that. I think there's a mixture of both sometimes, I would like to think. But we have, my, my friend keeps saying that there, there's, there's some countries like in, in, in Holland, there's no um, ADHD. They, they, don't, they don't classify it. As yeah, a lot of people say, a lot of people, is that actually true? They don't classify that? Apparently. That's interesting. Um, I, I do see that a lot on the internet, like, oh, ADHD doesn't exist. When was being a kid ADHD? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, and I think that's the thing, like ADHD and ADD, I think that all every single child I've ever met has ADD and ADHD. I don't think it's a medical problem. I don't think it's a chemical that's not there in the brain. I think it's just being a kid. Yeah. Um, and I think I think there are, but it, it, it's it's one of these terms that's overused. Right. Mis- right. Misused. Right, and um, I like I I grew up taking Adderall and whatever for, but now I feel like I naturally just grew out of it as I grew into being an adult, and and now if I take Adderall, like if I need to study for something or finish a project, if I try to take Adderall now, it turns me into a monster, mm-hmm. which which has made me like learn that no, I don't have this because that's meant for someone who has it. Um, OCD, I'm just a clean person in general, and I'm pretty much an extrovert, so that's what I feel about all that. There we go. Co? I am an introvert. Really? No. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't have any diagnosed uh, mental illnesses, but I I may. (laughs) I don't know. I've never been to anybody for it, so. I I always wanted to go to, uh, like, a a therapist. Like, when I was younger, I went to... uh, psychologist who I, I had anxiety problems when I was younger, but I've always wanted to go and get sort of, you know, put myself out there and see if I hit any of the symptoms because I've never, like, I don't, I don't feel like it, but it'd be interesting to see. Yeah. It would be interesting. I, I uh, would not like to be that psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, why I honestly really want to go to a therapist, not because I don't think there's anything wrong with me, but just because I'm interested in just talking <laughs> and just <laughs> seeing. Yeah, just to see what they say, you know. I, I was going to go to the one at university because it was free. I should, probably really should have went to that. Um, but I didn't. But I will say to Johan here, I, I say I say this in the last podcast, Johan, go, if you want to increase your inten- attention span, go and meditate. Go and meditate. That's what I can recommend to you because you're focusing oh. on your breath. You're focusing on your breath for 20 minutes, which is what I do. And then gradually, you stop sort of wandering. You're, you're completely on your breath. And for me personally, it's helped with concentration. Uh, and no fat. So no, no many fat. people. I know so many people who have started meditating, and it's changed their lives. It's such yep. a good. I'm like, I want to start getting into it because I just have so many things I'm working on. I need to. I need that well, silence. It, the thing for me is, 
like, I actually have a little chart on my wall right now that says 20 minutes meditation, and I give myself a nice little X when I do it because that's what keeps me going. What good stars. Yeah, well, it keeps me going, so I'll keep doing it. Um, But for me, I notice that my brain will rationalize the shit out of not doing meditation if I don't do it. Like, if I don't do it, I can go months at a time without doing it just because I can always say to myself, oh, wait, you know, this won't do anything for me. But it's so strange because I feel like a completely different person. You ever see the way, like, for example, if you go to the gym, you're completely, you feel different from when you go in and when you go out. Or when you go for a nap, you feel a little bit different when you wake up. I feel that same way with meditation. It gives me, like, a complete sort of change of, of state, so to speak. Yeah. So, you know, it clears all the shit out. It's like defragging my brain. So, I recommend it. I talked about it in the other podcast, but go and see for yourself, I guess. Up next... Enlightened. <laughs> that that yeah, letting the new fork. That, that that's the goal, Baj. That's the goal. Uh, I'm just kidding. Anyway, on to the next one from Josh. I have some uh, somewhat important question for you. I've been doing Boy Scouts for three years, and I'm slowly starting to hate it. The people there have ruined my experience for me. <laughs> Sorry, I just took that completely The people there have ruined my experience for me. I was involved in getting bullied when I didn't know I was involved, and some people are just rude sometimes. But my parents are forcing me to make Eagle Scout. I assume that's some sort of rank within the Boy Scouts. Uh, because they say it will benefit me in the future. I can start my Eagle project this time next year after I get all the badges. But I really do hate it. Uh, and my parents will not let me quit when I want to do. All I want to do is musicals. Should I stick it out or just make it so I won't go? I want to be Sorry. fabulous. <laughs> um, yeah, I, mean, I don't know what you could. Do you, you guys know what Eagle Scouts is? I was in this. I know what when Eagle Scouts. Yeah. Um, Eagle Scouts. That's a very reputable thing. That's amazing that you're an Eagle Scout. Um, uh, it's really good for college and all that stuff for your future. However, whenever you're working, it's like not. In, you know. Um, yeah, and I think that's that's their the parents' key point, isn't it? Stuff like that <laughs> is good to. Uh, I mean, it, it obviously it gives you discipline and, and and trains you in certain life skills, um, and it's good for, as you say, colleges and stuff like that. But <sighs> should you be doing it if you don't want to do it? I I feel the same. I I had this exact same experience, except with uh, football or soccer, I guess. I played soccer. Uh, I'm going to call it football. I know people are going to say, "Ooh, it's so- it's football to me." I play football. It's football. Just call it football. We have American football. It's supposed to be football. For Anyone me? who said that's supposed to be soccer, can you <laughs> there you go. You heard it. Uh, from age five up until age sixteen, I played uh, football every week, and uh, I actually got quite good at it. I got recruited to uh, you know a local team, school team, and then I started going over to England to play. You know, I I played like Wolves. Wolves is a competitive football team under 16s you know I, I was playing premier league youth academies with the team i was with and i was doing pretty well at it and then have ever been premier league yeah they, i think they have they, they they've been in once or twice <laughs> i remember going the i think their stadium's called molyneux and i remember going there and playing when i was like 15 it was interesting uh but i completely stopped one day uh and the reason was my dad put so much pressure on me to go like it was like i came home from school Oh, you go in the football training, you go in the football. Like, it was like forcing me out the door. Like, go and do this. Go. And even though I love football, that external pressure of like, you have to do this, you must do, like, just completely killed it for me. Just completely killed. Like, I could have been. Yeah, you want it to be your the, decision. 
I could have been the next Ronaldo badge, you know, for all for all we know, I could have been playing for Real Madrid right now. I think. Oh, I saw you playing Kipiapi at uh, Insomnia. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I probably wouldn't have been that good. Maybe I could have. Maybe I could have made a Sunday League team or something. But it killed me, and I am now 21, and I'm starting to go back into football for my own decision. I love it now. I, I play five a side football two times a week. I train, you know, with my friends and. Just the external pressure killed it for me, and I think you need to analyze like whether that's doing the same to you. Like, are you hating it because your parents are forcing you to do it, or are you hating it because you genuinely don't like it? And if it's the if it's the latter, you know, drop it. I would advise just dropping it because your life is too short to do shit you don't want to do. That's true. That's what I think. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, Eagle Scout looks great. It just shows simply that you're disciplined. However, schools are considering kids who are just so much more creative. Like, I'm trying to think of this as, like, when you're applying for colleges and what the idea that your parents are having or the thoughts that your parents are having. And when you apply for colleges, you want to be as diverse as possible and show that you've really committed to something. And I think... Um, if you start doing musicals, you know, that's great. I mean, I, I wouldn't advise, you, you know, musicals as like a career or anything. But, um, but I mean, that's fun for you right now. That's still creative. That gets you out and doing something. It's not like you just want to sit at home and, and do nothing. You're still out there exerting yourself and, and being a part of something. So, you, it is possible for you to do both Eagle Scout and musicals. That is something that you can do. I had friends in school that I helped with their Eagle Scout project and they were also in band and also on the golf team. You know, like it's, it's something you can juggle and it kind of sucks <laughs> having your, yeah, and having your parents push, like urge you to do it, like as a teenager makes you just not want to do it. But, if it's something that you can still do on the side and just please them and add it to your resume for school and, and whatever you could do, do like just what Pyro was saying, judge whether it's something that you just hate doing or if it's something you can, you can do, you know, like mm-hmm. don't waste your time. If it's something you just really dislike. I was at Scouts when I was a kid. It was like an, an hour a week. It was called Cubs where I, when I went to it. Well, Cub, what... Cubs is the younger one, isn't it? Yeah, I, I only went to that one. When you're 11, <laughs> 11 to 15, I think it's Scouts. Mm-hmm. I, I did go to that. Um, I, I find that very weird, actually, because here in the UK, the college application process, uh, I went, I don't mean to tip my fedora or anything, I went to a top 10 university in the UK and they, I didn't put anything on my application bar my grades. Like, I, I don't know. Like, is, is, yeah, is, I, don't, is I don't think we have the, the extracurricular sort of pressures that Americans have. For their colleges. Yeah, it seems you need to be sort of uh, jack of all trades on your application to colleges in the US <laughs> with extracurricular. Whereas I really don't see that too much in the UK. I guess for Oxford and Cambridge, you probably need that. Yeah, they probably got entrance um, mm-hmm. essays and stuff as well, but. I think when I for general unis, no, yeah. it's just about what, what grades you got. That's interesting. Uh, any any thoughts, Co? Oh no no no! I think I'll keep my rain cloud to myself on this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we'll end up with Josh. Like, if you genuinely hit it, I personally think life's too short to do what you don't like. So, 
you know, that's my own personal advice. Uh, maybe you could tough it out for however long if it does help you with college, but, you know, uh, sort of I've found, like, I also, yeah, I have the, um, the outlook of it's not going to stop you from being where you're meant to be. Mm-hmm. And you could learn something quite useful. Right. Indeed. There's always, uh, what is it? There's a quote by Bruce Lee, not to be too philosophical, when which he says, all knowledge is self-knowledge. There is definitely something you can take out of this to apply to your life. So yeah, I'll leave I'll I'll leave you with that, Josh. Yeah, I mean, if if you go in there and you're getting bullied by people and you you know you don't like it, then fair enough, drop it. But if it's just because you feel like you could be playing on your PlayStation instead of going there, then that's not really a mm -hmm. reason to drop it. Yeah, cool. So the last one here is uh, round it off with a good one. Quite interesting, and uh, well, I'll just get into it. Bree asks, so there's been big talks about Sam Pepper. Sam Pepper is a uh, YouTuber uh, from the UK. I believe he's back and forth in the UK and Los Angeles. He says, you may have heard about him sexually harassing girls. So Sam Pepper put up a video where he went around pinching women's uh, bums. And obviously... Uh, well, the prank they, was he'd, he'd <laughs> pinch their bum and then they turn around and he'd blame it on somebody else. Yeah, he'd blame it on someone else. But it was him pinching their bums. And his two videos uh, where he did this were removed. His partnership was removed. And uh, Bree's question is, what is your thoughts on what Sam Pepper is doing? Derp, derp, derp. This is this is going to be interesting. Well, I think we'll all have the same opinion, to be honest, but there has been a huge uproar about this on YouTube. There has been a huge uproar, and uh, I, I don't want to say what he's doing is right. It's completely wrong. It's sexual harassment, and, you know, I don't think anybody can deny that. Um... Does he deserve to have this done? Well, obviously there has to be repercussion for what actions he's done here, and uh... yeah, but it's got to be, it's got to be scaled. I I think right. was it was it Yuko that said that, or was I don't know if it was Yuko, but I retweeted someone that said sometimes the internet's reactions to something like this is a lot worse than the original offense itself. And right. I know that's. Got, I feel like I'm working on eggshells even saying that because I know someone's going to. It wasn't you? Okay. I just, <laughs> it just definitely wasn't me. <laughs> I, I retweeted someone that said that, and I agree with that, yeah. because I have seen, like, death threats sent to Sam Pepper on Twitter, you know, over yeah, this. And, and how, how is a death threat fine, but a pinching the bottom is, 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 is not? Yeah, well, I mean... But it, that's it, bringing in a fringe, that's obviously a fringe thing, or even a chaotic thing. Yeah. I, I, I'm really, like, this is, like, a common theme lately in internet discussions, quote-unquote, but, like... There's people on the internet that don't care about Sam Pepper or the women that were sexually harassed. They're just there like, all right, it's a party. Let's cause some chaos. Yeah, it's ignorant. It's ignorance of the masses. Um, it's the guys that turn up to the, the, the peaceful protests with the, with the petrol bombs. And yeah, like, right. Smashing the window. And, and throw have, rocks and whatever, yeah. yeah. You have that with everybody. You have that in every situation. You have that in political and, and civil situations as well when, when there's construction going on a mile away yet someone in your neighborhood saying they're being bothered you know it's it's a, it's people just wanting to have a voice um and when they have nothing to do with it and the same problems happening in gamergate it's people who who just want to cause trouble who are bored with their lives and and they just want to have a voice <laughs> They do need to go to Eagle Scouts. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know if you're even too much to say on this topic. I mean, I don't think we can uh, 
I, I think we can all agree on what he did was wrong, and it really isn't a nice message yeah. to be sending to, you know, the majority or all of his audience, I should say, because there is a lot of younger uh, viewers. I think that there's there's again this is a cultural thing. Um, I'm not saying for a second that it was right, but I think if you if you go to sort of Europe, um, <laughs> sort of toplessness and 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 you know more sexual things. Are a little more, you know, you know, like an advert in in, in France. Or yeah, Holland I can have, agree. A shower advert will have a topless woman in it and boobs and stuff. And in England, they'll have the boobs covered up. And then in, in America, she'll be in a burqa almost. You know, it, it's it's like there, there's, I think, a large percentage of people on the internet are American. Um, it's just cultural differences yeah, a lot of times. They, they, they are culturally far more sensitive to. Of course, oh yeah, like just cultural differences in general. Like I said a word quite a while ago, which obviously I didn't think it had any inherent meaning behind it, but apparently it was not the best thing to say. I want to know what it was. It begins with C. Was it the C bomb? Is it four it letters? It was the yeah. C bomb, and I said like over in the UK, calling someone a cheeky C is just like a casual thing me and my friends would say, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, oh, you cheeky see, blah, blah, blah. But apparently, like, when I said that in a video, like, people flipped shit, like, oh, you couldn't be... It's weird, because I grew up around that, and, you know, friends said, or I'd also said to each other, like, if someone does a little prank or, you know, egg someone on, they'll say, oh, F off, you cheeky see, whatever. But, but that does make I, it perfectly all right for you. It's, I mean, people... Yeah. People not understanding the cultural difference are the ones who's, who are wrong in that case. Yeah, and I would say that I agree with that. Um, you know, but you do with a lot of America who's never been out of America and understand different people's cultures, which kind of sucks. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, you watch videos and you and you you like. For me, whenever I came to visit UK, whenever I was hearing. Um, as what we were talking about earlier with the, everything that's happening in Northern Ireland, that's stuff we never hear about. We don't know about. We mm. deal with racism every day, but we never deal. We don't have to deal with um, like the whole Ferguson crap that was happening this summer. Mm -hmm. um, but we never have to deal with that religion. It's sectarianism is the term. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, that is that is pretty Northern Ireland specific. Right? It is. It is. Uh, yeah. But it's just like, so people are so unaware and so, and not tolerant. They're like, oh, they're so quick to, to punish you and to, um, to, yeah. you know, slap you on the back of the hand Judge or saying something like that. Stand. But they, yeah, but yeah. they don't, it's not, they're like, oh my gosh, you said something bad, but they're not like, oh, mm -hmm. well, he lives in that part of the world. Like to me, yeah, I, I probably would never say that, that word, but mm -hmm. I don't care if other people use it, you know? Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Um, but getting back onto the the Sam Pepper talk, I think he did it in L.A. I, was it L.A.? I think it was L.A. that he did it in. Um, which, but he is you know, English, though. He, he is English, but does that give him an excuse? I don't think so. You know, he shouldn't be doing that. And even if he did that in the U.K., I could see someone giving him like a right hook to the face. You yeah. Know? yeah, there's a limit to cultural differences. Yeah, there is, the, and the there culture. are things that are objectively wrong. Yep, I agree. And I, I It's also agree. like what makes someone comfortable and doesn't. And mm -hmm. I don't think in any culture going and pinching someone's butt is is <laughs> like a normal thing. So yeah. I get well, I why he's in trouble. Have um how many of you have seen this video of this this woman walking the uh, streets oh, of New York for New ten York? hours? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, see yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that. 
Um, you, I mean, how, how did you feel when you watched that? I, I feel like, uh, obviously, some of the things that were said uh, were not very nice and very harassing, but I feel like the the amount of sort of the people that they showed in that video was very specific. It wasn't the proper representation of the population of NYC at large, and uh, so I don't it, think it was trying to be. But it, it's, it's it demonstrates, though, something that I doubt you ever experienced. No, no ever. and I can't I understand can't, that. I can't even tell you the last time a stranger ever talked to me. That mm-hmm. wasn't like a service, like like talking to a waiter or a clerk or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just some random other person talking to me at all. I can't I, even remember. I, I would like to, to take this opportunity to say that a random woman did pinch my bottom once. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I can agree with that, Co. And it's hard to uh, it's hard to see that perspective when obviously you're not, you know, you're you're not sort of viewing this. Or it's not viewing, experiencing the same things that they are. And I don't think we will ever understand that. No, you know, no. I, I, it, I bring it up again, as an I'm example saying... of like that's that's what just words can make you feel. Yeah. yeah. And then imagine somebody who is violating your personal space for fun and profit, right? Mm. Yeah. But it's, it's it's almost the same as, as, as I mean, it's not the same, but it's it's similar to the things that we get on on comments on videos and stuff where somebody's saying something doesn't really matter but every day people saying the same thing again and again mm-hmm. it, i don't think so i uh, i disagree because think, none well, of those I'm comments saying, make me uncomfortable no but that's, but that's if, a different if you feeling. were a woman walking down the street and once somebody said hi you're looking good you'd probably think okay that's nice well, but, it, but if it's you're doing also it in, in the context oh, yeah if someone day, says day. oh yeah. you look beautiful today or oh you look good that's different than being like whoa yeah, yeah cat definitely, call definitely. you know like uh, it's uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. I can't. Well, I, I, I would like to say I can imagine, but I can't. I, you know, <laughs> and it, I, I'll t- I, 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 I do agree that it would be uncomfortable. It's, although it, I can't. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I agree. To, 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 it's a powerful video. I think that's the word we're looking for. It, it, it is. It brings home the point. What really interested me was the the whole uh, discussion area of it so it was posted on videos on reddit but also nyc and a bunch of other subreddits and it was interesting how going from each subreddit they both shared extremely opposite views you know the top comments um like a lot of people said no they weren't saying anything offensive whereas other subreddits were like you know wow how can those people say that you know what they were what those guys said in that video was harassing there was some it it wasn't the things people were saying that was the worst. It was the creepy things that people were doing. Like the guy was walking alongside her for ages. For five minutes? Yeah, that, that honestly. That's, that, see, me, that would make my me perspective, so uncomfortable. My perspective is like, I, I notice people are focusing on what they said, but to me, it's not, it's the fact that they said anything. It's the fact that they thought that yeah. they had the right or, or that they needed to say something or that it was okay to say something. They're just presuming upon the fact that you know, they're just doing doing this male monkey brain thing of like, well, sure. if I don't say anything, then I don't have a shot at all. But like, but well, from like, the other perspective, it's not the content of the, the the words; it's the fact that you chose to say anything at all when there was no solicitation, no reason. She's just existing, uh, and you happen to be there. So oh, what wait if- a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I I wouldn't say that because then you know what gives you a chance, and so like I would say 
And I always tell girlfriends, I always, um, if a guy comes up to you and buys you a drink at a bar and wants to have a conversation with you, like they've, and this is, you know, sanitary bar and some people might think differently, but they've built up, you know, some balls to be able to do that. Like entertain that, be nice to them. Don't shoot them down and be so well, no. rude to them. You know, I'm and, not like, trying I to suggest that that's not valid. Yeah. What, here's, yeah, what, what I like, mean is, there is no context for their solicitation. If you're at a bar, right. you mm-hmm. may be there to like. I, I feel like if you're complaining about being talked to at a bar, that's not as much of a valid complaint because bars right. are for socializing. That's the point of a bar. Yeah. Or if you know somebody with some other context, like you work together, mm-hmm. you know each other for some reason, but an unsolicited, like out of nowhere, the on the street thing is so creepy. Uh, I so I. I uh, I don't want to say I don't want to say anything that would offend anyone. I I agree with the vi- what that video showcase was creepy, but let's just say I'm walking down the street tomorrow, and I see like the most beautiful girl I've ever seen before. Like, am I not allowed to somehow, you know, see who she is more, or say like hi, or would you like to go and grab a coffee sometime, or you know? But the, the, this is again, it's context. Um, if you if you go up to somebody and say hi, you know. Would you like that? That is different to hey, hot mama, you look hot. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I, or I, if you were to just like be like, though. you know, and what something I would appreciate in that situation is if you just say, "Hi, I just wanted to tell you that you are so beautiful," but like you know, don't expect anything from it. Just say it, get your smile from her, and then leave. You know, but um, and maybe if that pulls into another conversation and great but like don't be like ow what's don't, up honey? don't be and thinking like, you're like you, you 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 know don't be expecting something in return like don't well, maybe, like, I've I mean, said something nice to you you must have said yeah and that's what I think a lot of those sort of people in that video to be clear I'm not suggesting that you shouldn't be allowed to what mm-hmm. I what I, what I mean is the scenario that you guys just played out right like right. He comes up to you, says that you're beautiful, you smile, he leaves. But the thing is, what I'm saying is, it's because it's unsolicited, it is within the realm of possibility that you are just creeping her out based off your scenario you presented, Pyro, mm-hmm. because of the fact that you're coming out of nowhere. Yep. All True. of a sudden, you saw her, the only justification that you have for talking to her is because you think that she's beautiful and you wanted to tell her because hoping you know whatever whatever will happen right uh I, that that's a possible outcome maybe she won't be bothered but it's possible that totally, she it is a possible outcome and i think that's and that's kind of the the space that you give afterwards mm. it's like saying like i just want to say you're beautiful have an amazing day and like yeah, if, if you she, kind if of linger, it up, you linger that's where it turns creepy that's where you're like okay you're overstaying you're welcome mm-hmm. she could say oh thank you you know and or whatever, maybe that would be your time to say, would love to get a cup of coffee with you, if not at school. But, like, it's totally a judge of situation. Um, but that is totally a possibility for that person to be like, ugh, can't believe you'd stop me and say that, you know. <laughs> I mean, uh, pretty much all of the guys that were in that video, uh, none of those were, were what looked like Ivy League graduates. Um, no, probably so, not. Well, probably they, Jersey Shore. Yeah, they're, they're all very working class um at best, uh, there's right. quite a few homeless guys there as well, you know. And, and I think the, the, this socialising thing comes partly with education that, that you learn sure. how to go up to somebody and say something without 
being a fence. Exactly. Okay. Well, so back to the Sam Pepper thing. Did he get actually charged with sexual harassment, or were he these did not, just? He did not he get did arrested. Not. His, I think his, well, his Twitter profile. There was a statement from, uh, I think his attorney uh, that said he has not been arrested yet, and that's where I think, like, for me, I, I thought the internet didn't help there. I mean, I think YouTube should do their thing if he breached the terms of service. The police should do their thing if you sexually harass these girls. Um, hey, I, you know, people are saying on the internet that the whole awareness around it gives, you know, obviously there's people that have come forward and said that such and such did this to me and that to me, which obviously adds even more to it and leaves me a little bit confused on what even happened, but I don't do know. Do you I think guess... it was worth, do you think it warranted him losing his partnership and... Well, if he if there was rules in place, and if he breached them, of course. I mean, yeah, you know, the rules are rules, and he doesn't get any sort of special treatment just because he's a big shot on YouTube, you know. Right. Yeah, I think people have this assumption that like some sort of arbitrary judgment was laid down upon somebody like this in this situation by somebody uninvolved, who in this case would be YouTube, but in actuality, he violated various terms of service. So. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting situation. Apparently not law. Yeah, well, yes. if, there, if, if, there is, <laughs> if there is a legal sort of... Innocent until uh, proven guilty. Yep, that's the way we run. It's vaguely connected, but um, so Goot said something when we were on PMC once, where somebody was running around. They had what we deemed was a fairly offensive name. Um, Goot was like, well, I don't think we should be policing that because if if Mojang let them register it, then they are the ultimate arbitrators of that. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's kind of it's kind of similar. So at some point, somebody is in charge of making the rules. And if YouTube decided that that was against their rules, then fair enough. Um, and that is for them to de decree. Yep. Right. Well, they're a private environment. Yep. That's a different. That's a different world from public law. Yeah. So those yep. don't have to line up. YouTube could get rid of you just because they don't like, you know, the username you chose or some picture you put on your channel or some who knows what. It's this whole, this whole social justice warrior thing. Yeah, that's that's why I'm so like it blows up, doesn't it? That's why I'm so hesitant in talking about things like this. Like I feel like I'm walking on eggshells as we discuss this because, for me personally, like. I acknowledge it and I think it's wrong, but I just have my own life to live and I've got, you know, my own stuff to do yeah, personally. You you are not the police on this. Yeah, like that from like the world the world is sucked up. There's no denial that there's horrible things going on every day. And for me, if I dwell on that too much, I just become depressed. I just like you know, so I I say, Okay, it's there and I walk the other way. I'm gonna go on with my life. Okay. Yeah, work out what's important to you. I will let the relevant sort of authorities mm -hmm. deal with that. So I think Hopefully, I've been fair in saying that. It's, that sounds fair, right? Yep, I agree. So yeah, I think we we all think what he's done was wrong, and obviously he should be punished for it if he violated the rules. <laughs> yes, but not have death threats. Yeah, death threats are bad. Yeah, no death threats. Death threats. Nothing warrants a death threat. That's just mm -hmm. immature. I actually have only got one in my entire time on YouTube. I'll, I'll send you another one. Thank you, Baj. <laughs> I do appreciate it. <laughs> uh, on that, I think I think that's. Are we done, Baj? We're done. Oh wow! 
Well, there we go. Brittany, thanks a lot for coming on. We do appreciate it. Of course. We'll link your... Fun. We'll link your... We'll put say, your where Twitter. Where find you? Twitch, Twitter? Twitter, Twitch, whatever you guys want. Twitter. I'm more. I'm the most active on Twitter, so probably that. Which plug, is... Plug, plug your links in your channel. It yeah. is... Yeah. Um, Brittany Johnson. Hold on one second. Spell. We'll, we'll put That's it a in weird one. Brittany Johnson. Hold on one second. <laughs> Twitter.com. Brittany Johnson at waitaminute.com <laughs> there you go I'm trying, guys this is me in technology I'm like where do I type <laughs> that's my name oh you can just give it as after we'll whack it in there we, we have. You're, you're on twitch as well aren't you yep twitch.com twitch, twitch, twitch I do twitch twitch is beach mode beach mode b-w-e-j-m-o-d-e kind of like beast mode but not as cool Beast mode. I, you know, I and, like and it. Not I like it. sexual in any way possible. And no. not sexual at all. Yeah. It's more. It's more like a struggle. Because that's against Twitch's terms. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm doing. I love doing these podcasts. I. I miss you guys from Somnia. I'm not. Gonna be, I don't think I'm going to be at I53. Um, no, I don't think we either. Either. Yeah, but we'll, um, we'll we'll next next time we're at a convention we'll catch up. We'll yeah, maybe up. PAX or the next I series. I think next I year. think I am coming to the I'm coming to the states for PAX. So you should. You we should. should. I should PAX try. Is fun. So, but um, PAX yep. That Thank is episode ninety one of the Minecraft podcast. Baj, if they have questions, where can they send them to? Uh, I, you know what? I don't know. Oh my gosh! Pausely does this, <laughs> and he's not here. Podcast at minecraftlp.com. I hope so. If that is wrong, well, we'll correct it in the description. Uh, I've only I've only done like ninety of these. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> professional. Uh, yeah. So yeah, play us out, Baj. <gasps> Penis. That's our Penis. ending, by the way. That's our ending. <laughs> <laughs> we put it at the end of all of them, and hopefully, Baj has finished the recording. <laughs> no, not yet. Bye. <laughs> 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 I'm going to be saying this, isn't it? <laughs>